play action for Burrow. Going up top toward the end zone. Jefferson is there, makes another catch. Oh, my goodness. Justin Jefferson with his second touchdown catch of the day. This one goes for 39 yards. Welcome to the Juice Sports Podcast for November 6, 2019. In my left hand, I have the three things that you need for a podcast. Uh, you need the internet. You need a cup of coffee, no creamer, and you need a microwaved snickerdoodle. With me today, coming off the IR, coming out of the locker room to save the team, the Big Ben Baker Bailey. How are you, dude? We missed you. I'm back, baby. Are you back? Real busy weeks. I'm better than ever. I took a couple weeks off from the pod. Concentrate on school. Go to some football games. Go to some weddings. Here we are. We're back. We're ready to do it. How is it going to school as a um, 37-year-old male? It's glorious. Everyone's younger than you. You you can just look at them like you're their dad. They're like slacking off because they still got like cognitive ability, and you you're like fumbling with like 80 binders, like a. But like I'm a still outzooming everyone, and they hate it. They hate to see it. Are they? Are you? Oh yeah. The last test we had, I I scored higher than the entire class. Nice job, dude. It felt pretty good. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Let me borrow your notes, boomer. <laughs> Taking it let's, so seriously. Let's get into this. Let's get dude, into this. I cannot wait to talk about sports. Week. It's a big week. This is a stay at this is a lock yourself in the TV room, right? You lock yourself in, grab some wings, lock yourself, shut it down for a couple hours a week of college football, huh? You wake up, you tell the wife you're not feeling well, and then all of a sudden Uber's delivering Buffalo Wild Wings to your house. You she call in sick why. to the family. You call in sick on them. You say, hey, I'm not coming in today. Don't even, don't knock, don't, don't come at me with uh, all your chores. I'm not doing them. If you're if you're not watching LSU Alabama and you call yourself a football fan, get the fuck out. That's why that's why we subcontracted out these dudes building my wall behind my house, dude. Let me tell you what's going on in my house because that's a big topic always. Can can right, I so ask I, one question? One question. I listened to the podcast last week with you. Yeah. The OB. Yeah. And you were talking about how the homeless people now have open access to your back door. There's, dude, no, there's no barrier. Dude, we survived Halloween. We survived Halloween. We put um we put a large chair in front of the deadbolt, right? Like the big Lebowski movie where he nails that chair to the door so nobody <laughs> could come in, but then he opens it. The door opens the wrong way and the chair falls over. So we did that. Um we 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 hunkered down in the bedroom and we survived the homeless apocalypse that is um uh Halloween 2019. We didn't have any meth crazed uh, lunatics try to break in. It wasn't like a zombie apocalypse, and uh, we survived. Like the end of a horror movie, dude. You guys emerged victorious. We emerged exactly out into the breeze and the sun. And these guys are uh, building the wall right now. Build uh, the wall because walls work, right? (laughs) So they're building the wall right now. They're taking their time, and that's okay with me. But they only the great guys. They're doing the work. I'm not so great guys. Right, so the only problem I have is they're blaring um, their their pop radio morning show uh, right next to my back door, and it just echoes through my entire house. I don't know if you're aware of the John Jay and Rich radio show. I fucking hate John Jay from the John Jay and Rich show. I I'm, I like everyone else on that show, but I really hate that man. I hate him as a person and a radio host. Just everything about that guy, I just hate him. I'm I'm now very well versed in the show because it's screaming through my house, and I'm uh. I'm not tough enough to go outside and tell them to turn it down. Every so, I worked a lot of construction jobs, a lot, a yeah. lot of shitty ones, and I never ever heard grown men listening to a a, a radio show like that. They always listen. Yeah, they're either listening to that that circus Mexican music. Yeah, or they're listening to country, and those That's are the only true. two options. You never heard anything else. It's a little racist that um, you guess that they were Mexican, but it's also not racist that they actually are. Um, so. <laughs> A lot of Justin Timberlake's in the commercial breaks. A lot of uh, Selena Gomez. I'm very familiar with the new Taylor Swift album now. But I just want to go outside and tell these dudes. Because they're... <laughs> John Jay and Rich, they do the War of the Roses thing where they have somebody call in and say like... So fake. 
So fake. There's not that many stupid dudes out there. There can't be. I'm here to uh, offer you a free deal of flowers to anybody you want. And the guy supposedly, you know, he doesn't send them to his wife. He sends them to, or his girlfriend, he sends them to somebody else. And they're like, yeah, right. these, dudes no out here, these dudes out here are like, oh, nobody oh, sends no. a side. <laughs> nobody would ever send a side chick flowers anyway. It's not a thing. You wouldn't do it. just doesn't. The whole premise is ridiculous. First off. First off, nobody answers their phone. Let's start right. at them. Let's right. Especially for a number they don't know, nobody answers Dude, it. and then, like, dude, people don't answer their phone from numbers they do know. <laughs> That's true. Right? Because they're like, why the why the hell is somebody calling me right now? That's you. Get... I'll call you, get nothing, and then yeah. I get a text. What's up? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Like, this better be important for a phone call. But you're also more yeah. aversive to to uh social interaction than anybody i've met probably sober sean is drunk sean likes to oh drunk sean would have answered the phone yeah definitely he'd be yelling and screaming and hanging from the ceiling but yeah i just i just want to go outside and say dudes hey eh, great you know it's fake right i just want to know that you're a grown man and i'm a grown man and we both know that whether or not you enjoy wrestling that's fine but you are aware <laughs> that it's fake right you know that war of the roses is fake right and then they'd be like, yeah, of course. But I don't think they do know. They, they really... wouldn't listen to it. If they thought I was, well, I don't know. You're right. You know what? Grown men watch that wrestling. They know that shit's fake as hell, too. It's like the Jerry Springer show, you know? I think that's real. What do you I'm mean you kidding. think it's real? I'm just kidding. I don't think Dude, Dr. Phil <laughs> sending people to the ranch? Dr. Phil's not even a doctor. Did you know that? Uh, Dr. Phil's not a psychologist. Yeah, everybody on TV Big is old faker, anybody. dude. Dude, what's going on? What else is going on in the world? California wildfires? California is burning to the ground. Dude, this is a very interesting uh, concept. Ground. Not to, I don't want to be political. I just want to be real. It's uh, California, very progressive state, dude, which is funny because um, their progressive policies on forest management has caused them to have these huge wildfires. And then who do they call in to, to fix it? You know who I think they call? Who do they call, call in to fix all it? All of the, the bravest. People in society, the ones that make the cover of Time Magazine for being brave. Is the it the teenage girls? Mag- yeah, it's all the transgender men that are so brave. It's all of the teenage girls. It's all of the feminists, the ones that march in vagina suits. All the Antifa, so Antifa shows up in Antifa the uh, in shows the up. Bike. They all come out of their mom's basement. In the, they're all black, and they're out there just putting fires out all over the state. Dude, shout out to Antifa for putting out all of the California wildfires. Our hats off to you. Thank you for giving us a break. Thank Hashtag you for giving uh, tall white Christian males a break, and we definitely appreciate um, your service um, and your support. And all the California people are like, "What can I do to help?" You can't do anything to help. You, can, you can't. You can stop being. You could stop. You know. Screwing over, uh, you know, hardworking males. Yeah. And, and you know, who do nice they really call? Stop. A bunch of motherfuckers like us, dude. Everybody yep. hates toxic masculinity until some shit's burning down. Just and then they me? need some real motherfuckers like us to come in and do it. Dude, uh, a wildland firefighting crew is basically me, you, and the dudes outside building my wall teaming up and saving California. Dude, how many, how many women are outside building, building that wall right now? Well, I'm, I see how, personally how much- for me... How personally, much diversity is out there? I just want to know how diverse it is out in building your wall. Personally, for me, I would like to see a little more equality in, in block lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no women marching around in vagina costumes trying to get that job. I want to be a sports analyst, but secondary, I want to be a block layer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ma'am. We'll, get, we'll see which one you get. We'll see which one you get in uh, communist California when they pull your jobs out of the hat. Oh, can we can we get dude, what is this podcast LSU, about LSU Alabama? That's what Let's it's about. Blow it out, dude. Let's dude, talk I, about the biggest game of the, I, the whole year. I think. I feel like we opened up pretty friendly. I feel like we opened up pretty friendly. We came out to the center of the ring and we touched the gloves, right? And now, now, now it's time, dude. Flying knee back to the corners. We have a huge game, and I think one of us is on the wrong side of who's going to win. We obviously have the big game is Alabama LSU number mm-hmm. one versus number two. The line opened at minus eight Alabama at home. And well, now it's, it's down to minus six. It it was number one and number two, but now they just came out with the committee's 
the committee's rankings, right? And right. And, and someone vaulted over all both of those teams, and that's Ohio State. We've been talking about them all year. And yeah, now, USA Today put and, out the uh, the new rankings, and this right. one. This is the college football playoff committee ranking because there's like 80 different there's algorithms. There's rankings, right? Yeah. Right. So if this were all to end a day, Clemson wouldn't be in the playoff. Is that what Which I understand? Which is garbage. garbage. How, how can the reigning national champion, they right. haven't lost a game. They've done they nothing. They haven't lost a game. Right? They got the belt. It's WWF. They, they won the belt. And then the very next show, the, they don't have the belt anymore. Not only they don't have the have belt, they're not, in the, they're not even in the championship. They're not even they're, in the fight. They're not even making the, the playoffs. It doesn't make any sense. And then you got Penn State up there. Penn State's beat nobody. Who's Penn State even beat? Nobody. 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 Maybe Iowa? Yeah, I think they beat Iowa. Beat? Is that a big but beat? Iowa's not, are they even ranked anymore, Iowa? I don't even think so. It's like, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me that some trash team out of the the Big Ten is is ranked above Clemson, who has not lost, and and they beat Alabama last year. I'm not a big fan of who who's Clemson played. I think they played Woford last week. That sounds yeah, more like a basketball a, game. That's not a very good game. I don't know. Why They're you not helping themselves Wofford. with the scheduling. It doesn't make their scheduling is not making any sense. Clemson's played Woford. Is it my saying that right? Is Wofford? it Woford? I think so. I don't know. How is everybody saying it? How are the kids saying it? Woford. So you know, you know Boston. what I think is hurting Clemson is the fact that Florida State is so bad this year. Yeah, and the only the maybe the biggest game they had um, against UNC, they almost lost. Uh, Texas A and M, we'll see them a couple times on this show, but they also played A and M, so not a great schedule for uh, Clemson well, they as got, well. So they got North Carolina State and Wake Forest coming up, and I think that those are going to be two tough games for them. Wake Forest, Wake is Forest is that legit. Wow. Oh, dude! All this That's interesting. You know, there's a couple teams this year, like Minnesota. Minnesota came out of nowhere. Wake Forest come out of nowhere. Right. But that's your boy up there. That's your boy PJ Fleck up there, getting a brand new seven year contract in Minnesota, worth in the you know tens of millions of dollars. He did it. Row the damn boat, dude. Row the damn boat. Everybody, love that, man. just that's that's what this podcast does, dude. Everybody grabs an oar, and everybody's gotta muscle it and do it at the same time. That's Are we talking about standing up and hitting each other with the oars or we're rowing the boat? It's about to, dude. It's about to. How Clemson okay. can make it. Here, so I'm going to let, just let's choose my side. I'm going to choose my side in this game. Why do you think LSU is going to win? I think that that quarterback that they have it, is just unbelievable. He's, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He's completing 80% of his passes, which is absolutely incredible. It's a, and right. he's, he's completing 80% of his passes against. Four, what they played four top ten teams. I'm trying to remember, yes. it's three or four. It's like Auburn, it's Auburn, Texas, Florida. Florida, and f- so Florida's not ranked anymore. I don't think. I think they dropped out. But when they played Florida, Florida was like a top ten team. And yeah, Alabama they, will be the fourth top ten team. That LSU okay, they played. will be the fourth. Yeah. So, uh, and then you look across the aisle there, and Alabama's only played Texas A and M. Right. I don't know. I I think that. I think that Joe Burrow leads this LSU team. I think this is their year. Joe yep. Burrow, we talked about last week, opened the season as a 200 to one, um, 200 to one long shot to win the, the Heisman Trophy, and now he's even money. Um, um, I see, I disagree on a lot of things. I know uh, BOB came in uh, last week. And he's he an Alabama homer, though. If you, you got to, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And we're talking about, we're talking about Alabama at home, right? Um, last three times that these two teams have played in Tuscaloosa, the result has been a combined 92 to 43 in Alabama's favor. So the last three games um, in Tuscaloosa have been quite a large margin. And But you're saying that this is a completely different LSU team, right? Absolutely. You got Eddie O. Was Eddie O there the last three times? I don't think so. He's only been there a couple Probably of years. Probably not. Uh, and also going back to you got to beat the man to be the man. They're not yeah. the man. Clemson's the man. Until Alabama wins, Clemson. Not according to USA Today, of course, and the college football <laughs> poll. Um, the last time the LSU won in Tuscaloosa, 2011, it was 9-6 to six in overtime. Um, since then, Alabama's nine to 53 six. and 2 at home. They lost. Do you remember one of the big Alabama losses between now and 2011? 
Uh, no, that nine to six score sounds like a real SEC score, though. What, what I remember this game. Um, uh, I was a young kid. Johnny Manziel. Was Ooh, oh, for Texas A and M in 2012. Was Stumlin was down there at A and M. Yeah, yeah, and so they ended up uh, losing that game, and they also lost uh, an upset to Ole Miss in 2015. But since 2015, Saban's gone 31 straight at home. At home, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that really scares me is LSU lost 29-0 last year, but they didn't have Joe Burrow. This dude's a monster. I don't know. He's a transfer from Ohio. I I had to look at his. I had to look at his quarterback rating. Because I thought it was fake. That's how it's two hundred and four. Is it, is that the top? Is that as high as you can get? I don't know. I don't know what that. Maybe maybe the top's two twenty. Maybe a little bit higher than that. I don't know. It's as close to perfect as you could get. Probably. I've never seen one that high. I don't think it's going to be LSU's offense that causes the problem for them. What do you um, think it is? We have Tua Their coming defense? back. Obviously, right? Tua's coming back. He has a high ankle sprain, but uh, this dude's a gamer. He's going to be ready to go. He saved it up for this. Uh, the defense for LSU is giving up 217 passing yards per game. That's 60th in the country. That's eight Ooh. in the SEC. Yeah, but what are they giving up on the ground, though? Because a lot of times you'll see the inverse, that they give up four yards a, a game on the ground. So right, they but have to pass it. Alabama's biggest strength, I think, is Tua and the, the wide receiver core that they have, Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell. They they've got twenty four touchdowns this year, and I think that's going to be the. What's uh, two? What is Tua's looking like? Let's check him out. Let's check this. Oh my gosh, his quarterback rating's higher than Burrow's. What? It's two twelve. <laughs> it's two twelve. It's two twelve. But he's but, completing seventy five percent of his passes. But I think one of the the things I look down on on Alabama is they haven't played anybody. Right? They have played nobody. The hardest team they played is. Texas A&M, and, and they're not even that good. But look at Tua's – look at 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's but he's playing, he's playing cupcakes. It's almost sad that he has two interceptions. I mean, they played uh, they played a good Duke team, but when Duke was crappy earlier in the year, but uh, New Mexico State, South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, we know is not that great. Southern, Tennessee, and, Arkansas, jeez. This article – oh, Arkansas – this uh, article I'm reading here, the one that you sent to me earlier this week, um, Southern Miss is the best defense they've played all year, and Southern Miss is horrible. Unbelievable. So I think that's going to be definitely a downside this for Alabama. This could be such a good game. There's a lot of ways that it could go, especially with the six-point spread. Now you have the game, then you have the betters game. So either way, this, this game – I'm taking it straight up, though, right? Me and you are taking this game straight up against each other? Dude, if you want a or money line, dude, pants? I could – I could. I don't think I want to. I'd rather take the spread on Alabama than give up the money odds uh, on just them winning. So the money line is uh, for Alabama's minus two twenty. If you wanted to bet LSU to win it all, uh, to win the game straight out, it's uh, eighteen dollars or ten dollars plays pays eighteen. So hundred dollars pays one hundred and eighty. I like that. I'll, I'll take the points if you're giving me points. Yeah, I like. I'll definitely take the minus six. Um, okay. The opening at minus eight, it's a little harder, right? So that obviously got bet down to a more reasonable number. Right. Um, I think it comes down to home field advantage. I don't think that LSU is going to be able to get to Tua. And I think um, – what do you think? you think this um, – you have a more of a coaching experience than me. Is this going to be one of those games where we're <laughs> going to see a shootout? Uh, because of the, the fiery offenses and the good quarterbacks, or are we going to see a defensive, a conservative defensive play where nobody wants to give up the big play? I think you're going to see a lot of passing in this, in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. That's my opinion. But it could go like, remember when Oregon and, who's it, Oregon and somebody else played, and it was like a 10-0 game. So Vegas has... Was scoring 45 a game. Yeah, exactly. If Vegas has this at 64, that means they think about a 32-32 game. So, I, yeah, that's a lot of scoring for that's SEC. That's a lot of scoring, yeah. For, for those yeah. of us who are over 10 years old, that's a lot of scoring for a <laughs> SEC game, right? Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I, don't, I think it will be a shootout. Speaking of P.J. Fleck, he lobbied pretty hard for uh, 
ESPN to bring game day out to Minnesota because they're having one of their biggest games as well. And half of our listeners are SEC fans and the other half are Big Ten. So that's basically yeah. our two talking points today. I think uh, that Minnesota is going to win that game too. Did Wait, did game day go or no? No, I, d- I doubt it. I don't I don't know the absolute resolution on that, but I doubt it. This is the it's, biggest game. But P.J. Fleck was saying you could get Alabama, LSU any time. But good Minnesota versus good Penn, Penn State, State. never. Undefeated. Yeah, you cannot not go to LSU, Alabama. Dude, please. Plus, if you're, say you're one of those casters, you're begging ESPN. You're begging Disney not to send you to fucking Minnesota in November. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Horrible. Exactly. Please tell me these games aren't lined up on the TV schedule next to uh, next to each other, right? Oh, 10 a.m. and what's the other no, one? they're back to back. They're back to back. Penn State. 10 a.m. and uh, what? Oh, right. Uh, this. Yeah, I have Eastern time, noon for uh, Penn State and Minnesota Golden Gophers. Okay, and that's followed up. That's on ABC, and then that's followed up completely by uh, LSU. Alabama, CBS, that's 3.30 Eastern. Oh, I hate when games are on CBS. They're so hard to get. I don't have cable. Nobody has cable anymore. I'll get you a link. Yeah, dog. Yar, we'll be stealing the link. So we'll get that. All right. So was that so Penn was State that, versus, huh? Was that uh, kind of corny to do a pirate voice there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like the pirate voice. Dude, I like it more than only- talking about Washington State. It's the only production value we have is uh, stupid sounds that I make. It's the only that's, production value we have. That's fine. We only have like seven listeners. so That's okay. And we all know. They all know. That. Who are you taking in Penn State? I have a feeling you want to take P.J. Fleck, especially with Penn State's record and of not playing anyone and somehow the committee just sucking them off harder than I've ever seen. I love, I love P.J. Fleck. And I love rowing the boat. Um, but I think... I'm up for a good debate more than anything. And I think that Penn State minus six, that sounds better than me. Um, I think that Minnesota had trouble. They've only played Fresno State, Purdue, South Dakota State, Georgia Southern. Um, Neither team has really played anybody big. Penn State beat Iowa. Penn State's got a great defense. And uh, obviously, I have that quarterback. Sean Clifford's doing great. 20 uh, Mm -hmm. touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, carrying the team. Um, I'll probably, if you give me, if I took six points, I would go uh, the Penn State way. Um, Okay. I'll take Minnesota. Dude, we're disagreeing on everything today. This is good. We're out in the middle of the ring. We're out in the middle of the ring. I got to move around, though. I've got to move around. I'm taking the two underdogs. I'm taking the two underdogs in these. I'm like Floyd. how How many points do I get with Minnesota on this one? Six? Six two, yeah. So I get yeah. six on both of these games. I'm like Floyd Mayweather, kind of running around the ring because you're way oversized in this fight. So it's like it's like Floyd and Butterbean. <laughs> I was I was gonna say Deontay Wilder, but sure, if you want to be Butterbean, you could be Butterbean. I'll be, I, I like Butterbean, dude. Hey, he's the underdog in every fight he's ever in. So um, Penn State is a perfect three and zero straight up and against the spread on the road. So that helps me to. You know, think that they travel well. Um, Penn State does. Yeah, it's cold as shit in Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota and those points all day. And you never want to bet, bet against PJ Fleck. That's true. I'm trying to go through my head and do like some third grade geography and like think how far Minnesota is from Pennsylvania. I don't have like my Midwestern handbook. I think it's that only Bob two gave me away. here, so I can't Minnesota. really. I imagine it's not very far. You have to cross like probably a lake. <laughs> yeah, some great Midwestern One of the, lake. Some great Midwestern lake. Some homes uh, acronym. Let's see. Here is Pennsylvania. If we head on over to Minnesota, yeah, it's two states away. You got it's two lakes in the middle, and you got Michigan and Wisconsin in between. It's two states away, but it's also adjacent to New York. It's just Pennsylvania is just a weird one for me. I guess it's pretty cold in Pennsylvania, but nowhere near as cold as Minnesota. Right. And I don't know what cold is. I've only lived in Los Angeles and uh, Arizona. I can tell you that it was colder in October in Alaska than pretty much anywhere else I'd ever been. Do we have a weather? Do we have a weather for that game? How where's Bob? Why we, what the hell are we trying to do this, dude? Why am I a Los Angeles native? You're from the Bay. Why are we trying to figure out? I'm, I'm I got the Farmer's Almanac open. I don't even know how to read it. Where's Bob? You know what? It's not that cold. What do you mean it's not that cold? It's not going to be that cold. 
It's going to be 40 <laughs> degrees. It warms up for the one game. It's going to be like 20 degrees warmer than normal. Wait a minute. Is 40 degrees not that cold? No, not when it's normally 18. Like the very next day, it drops to 28. The day after that, 18. Dude, if you say Celsius, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave. That's, we'll stop this podcast right here. We'll shut the whole night. thing down. Dude, if somebody says Celsius, I don't even know how to convert Dude, 40 that. Celsius would be just burning hot. It'd be on everything's on fire, right? Bro, if you say Kelvin right now, I'll shut this whole thing down. I will shut this whole thing down. Zero Kelvin, where the molecules aren't even moving anymore, that'll be this podcast. That's this podcast already, dude. We're at zero Kelvin right now. Zero listeners. Dude, we're at 15 Kelvin, dude. Our average viewership, solid 15. Let me ask you how your Saturday was. Oh, (laughs) that was my Saturday, dude. What what a, a nice Saturday. I went down to Tucson. I went to the U of A football homecoming. I saw the parade. I saw Wildcat Elvis. Had a great time. The sun was out. Clear skies. U of A has such a better tailgate option than most schools, including ASU, who doesn't have a tailgate option. Um, So I love going down to that tailgate, hanging out with the family, the friends. Everybody's out there on the lawn, on the mall, having a great time. And then I I I also went to the game. I met up with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a good time. Uh, except for the, you, the tickets were $75 and then they get just absolutely boofed. And then I got the, the last, the last second deal for the game. Um, somebody who did oh, yeah, a $23 go, ticket sitting. I got my $23 ticket and I sat right next to you, man. So Jeez, I mean, that's the market, huh? And let's, let's just talk for a moment about the dual quarterback system that U of A loves to yeah. run. What do you think so about successful at every level? When you run two quarterbacks, everybody knows it wins championships. If you can't tell I'm being facetious yet, then turn this podcast off. Nobody wins with two quarterback system. I don't understand. You got this young kid, Grant Gunnell, coming in. He goes perfect seven for seven, hundred and something yards and a touchdown or two touchdowns. And then you put Tate back in. He's got turnovers, sacks. He's throwing interceptions. He's fumbling the ball over the place. And you just keep putting this idiot in there. It's Arizona, so frustrating. Arizona fired their defensive coordinator, though, right? Like that was the big problem, right? You have Noel Mazzone. It's so frustrating. You talk about the, let's just talk about the Hawaii game. The defense gets six turnovers and you still lose because that's how bad your offense is. Your special teams is averaging 23 yards a punt and you fire the defensive coordinator instead of the special teams. So who was There's the so many other people that could be fired before Marcel Yates? So Marcel Yates is the defensive coordinator. He gets fired because they got to make an adjustment, right? And then Oregon State puts up a record number of points like they put up more points against u of a than they have against any team in like the last two decades great you've been been saying since the beginning of the year noel mazone uh terrible offense coordinator can you kind of break that down for us who don't know uh the pac-12 that well oh yeah noel mazone's been fired from i think three different teams in the pac-12 i believe it's ucla asu and one of the ones up north i don't remember i don't want to say which one because i don't remember uh but it's one of the oregon or Washington or one of the schools up there in the Pacific Northwest. He's been fired everywhere he goes and some, but someone likes him. They're What's friends. The, he had him, he had him down at Texas A&M. What kind of scheme does he run? Spread, but it's, it's, uh, is it a real, it's not a running or? quarterback, you know, offense. And that's why Tate's been so handcuffed. Explain but to Tate's me how numbers Khalil, are terrible this year. 12, how does Khalil Tate go from the cover of sports illustrated? Yeah. All the way down to like QB controversy. Uh, he looks slow. He looks fat. I don't know if it's the pads or not, but when he's I was not a, there, he's not allowed to run the ball. Gnomes don't let him run. So you think it's a systems issue? Yeah. It's he's a completely different quarterback. Look at his numbers under under Rich Rod and Rod Smith, who's now at Illinois, the running quarterback, and they're killing it. So obviously, this dude is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He must have had some sort of aspiration to go beyond this. What What's the play for Khalil Tate? Is he just I'm going to stay in the pocket? I'm going to stay in the pocket and not get hurt, and then try out the NFL? Or he's going to if he goes to the NFL, it's going to be as an athlete. He's going to have to play a different position. I don't even know what it would be though. He's not. I don't go- think he's tall enough for wide receiver. He's only like six one. What was with that breakout season then? What What What? What that, happened? that was all, but you can also point to that being a system quarterback. Look at look at Rich Rod and Rod that Smith was the Rich, at like West Virginia with like that was Steve Pat White and Devin White, yeah, uh, Pat, Pat White, White. Um, and all those guys out there. And 
they put up these huge numbers and they get to the NFL and they don't really do anything. Although Steve Slayton's still on a on a roster, right? I saw him playing receiver somewhere. Dude, everybody here over the age of 20 loved that Pat White, Steve Slayton combo. They remember exactly <laughs> where they were when they beat the uh, the Oklahoma Sooners in the Fiesta Bowl. Remember Noel Devine, the running back that was there a couple years? Oh, man. Wow, West Virginia so football has given us some... Uh, Dude, well, it's probably West the best thing that there. West Virginia exports. It's not... Uh, Cole? It's not, it's not book learning. Probably just football. <laughs> it's not intelligent. No. No, it's not the ability to read at a fifth grade level. They're not exporting any of them. They love inbreeding. Yeah, that's very true. Speaking of, uh, that's not a great transition because we're going to Jets. talk about Darnold. He looks like. Speaking of crappy quarterbacks <laughs> and the NFL, dude, what happened to the dude? The Jets lost to the Dolphins. Do you remember the hype, the preseason hype? Like, I wish we for had who? like a clip for the Jets. For the Jets? Yeah, remember, I remember Darnold was tearing it up. I, I oh, yeah, there's Browns hype, too. But there's Jets hype. Like, Darnold is Joe Montana. Dude, where were you getting Jets hype from? I, I always thought that just... Uh, maybe because maybe it was because I was talking to Alex. Alex loves Likes the, Jets. the Jets. He was talking about him. He's like that fireman. But no, fireman the Jets dude, have. during the preseason, what do the Jets do in preseason? Let's check it. Let's check dude, it. Everybody knows NFL pre- nobody thinks NFL preseason means anything. Me and Bill Belichick know for a fact that NFL preseason means absolutely nothing. Here's the problem they, with the Jets. While they you're beat the Falcons up. and the Eagles. That was it. Oh, jeez. NFL preseason doesn't mean any, anything. That's absolutely it. It's asinine to think that. I, I heard happen. that they're going to a three-game preseason and a 17-game season starting next year. Is that true? Did I remember that? they wanted to do something where they're like, you will have 17 NFL games, but your players can only play in 16 of them. So like, they'll have to be one game where some, like, everybody it's has just to like a preseason game then? rest one game or something that's really weird maybe a little strategic fantasy football and real football type of sit this player matchup consideration but dude you lost to the do you lost to a team that doesn't even want to win right the dolphins do you, yeah yeah how do you lose to a team that doesn't want to win adam gase is <laughs> taking the, on, pur- on purpose adam gase is the uh he's the head coach of the jets uh, they got a gm there i know the gm didn't bring in gase and then gase didn't bring in darnold Right? So no, no. The GM didn't bring in Gase or Darnold. Gase didn't bring in Darnold. So Darnold's kind of on an island of someone's like, going to get him at a coaching real security good deal. Yeah. Is this one of? The, is this like a situation with um, uh, Drew Rosen? Is this a situation where they um, they just yeah, kind of trade him off for a third round right. pick and then? Yeah. Do the Jets now have the potential to go to run it the other way and try to? Be, they become the Dolphins. You lose to the Dolphins. You become the Dolphins, you and become now you're the Dolphins. You're, you're going for Tua. Did, was it you that was talking about the halftime speech when the Dolphins are winning, and they're just in? The, he's in there just screaming at them about how they're winning, and you know what we're trying to do here? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay, I, it's not a reality. It was. I thought it was you and Bob talking in on the last last week's podcast about. Have you ever heard a coach going to halftime pissed at his team's winning? Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was the Barry tweet, huh? Oh, okay. That's what it was, yeah. Dude, are there any undefeated teams or there's any teams yet to win in the NFL yet? Cincinnati? They have zero wins. There's I think no Cincinnati's 0-8. Oh, my God. And they're, they'll keep that coach. It's like that I, owner loves that guy. I want to say that the Redskins have a win. So I think, and this is off the top of my head, I think the Jets, Dolphins, Redskins all have one win and the Bengals have none and they're all on a race to the bottom. You know that the 49ers, who are they racing to the bottom to get though? Like what is, who's the big pick this year? Who's going to, Tua? Tua maybe and Hebert, Uh, Justin maybe? uh, Yeah, Herbert. Am I saying that Justin Herbert. Is Burrow going to be a guy up there that, you know, you're talking Burrow. definitely making a name for himself, but is he a senior? Is this like that episode of South Park where the kids don't want to play in the base? It, they don't want to play baseball anymore, so they all try to lose. But then it becomes like a scheme of <laughs> who can lose better. Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> I haven't about? even seen that. Is that what the Jets are talking about? Like, <laughs> hey, I don't. Know. I just don't know who they're like racing they to the bottom to get. Like, who are the Dolphins yeah. trying to get? They need a quarterback, right? But who's maybe who's the big NFL name that they're going to get? Maybe it's not so much who you're going to get. It's getting rid of who you have. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody's better than Darnold, uh, Fitzpatrick, and I don't know. Dude, Darnold has a cannon. I think that he just needs to be in the right place. And, <laughs> and I don't think blow- that the Jets is it. 
Does it blow your mind that um, the Bengals went from one ginger quarterback to another? They love it. Isn't that? How does that even happen? What are the how odds? How is there that many ginger quarterbacks? How do they? How, do they have a fast? Is it something to do with the color scheme of the jerseys? They so they bench they Dalton and they bring hair. in Ryan Finley. Dude, where did Ryan Finley play college? I don't even remember hearing this guy's name. Ryan Finley. Where did Ryan Finley? Uh, oh, dude, yeah, North Carolina State University. Yeah, right, yeah, right off the top of my head. Dude. <laughs> yeah. dude, wow, North Carolina State. Wow, the never powerhouse. North Carolina State. Who's what is it? Is that Wolfpack? Yeah, is that where Russell Wilson went to start out? Oh yeah, probably before he went to factory. Wisconsin. Did he play Wisconsin? Yeah, he, he transferred did. over. Dude, what about see, we this? Have, what? Let me ask you: If you went to work and you only did one thing and then left, do you, would your employer be happy with you? Well, it depends if he's paying me millions of dollars to do that one thing, like run for one yard no. or pass for. What if your job was yard? to build a wall in somebody's backyard, right? You put one and, brick down, and you put one brick down. Do you think they would be happy with you? That's what the Chicago Bears did. That's what Maggie <laughs> did. That's what Trubisky did when they got one passing yard in the first half. Is the love affair with Trubisky over in Chicago now? Is it? Yeah. Are the rumors Definitely. of him being replaced? Is that getting louder and louder? It has to be, right? That dude's terrible. How is, is he, he terrible? Is how he? do how do people do so good and then they they do so crappy? I don't know. I think it's almost like defenses figure people out. Is it time the for first, Chase the Daniel first time to you play up? someone you don't know how good they are, and the next time you know exactly how good they are? Is it time for Chase Daniel to come in from the University of Missouri, or is that is that I mean, is that is guy that, still is, in the league? Is that hat on a hat? I like Chase Daniel at Missouri. I always wanted him to be successful. I like I like that phrase "hat on a hat." I would like to use that. I've never even heard. I don't even know what that means. Hat on a hat. It means uh, it's just Trubisky on a Daniel. You know, it's a hat on a hat. So you have, <laughs> it's the same thing, right? I don't like that phrase. What? I don't like it. Hat on a hat, dude. Hat on a hat. Uh, let's... <laughs> dude, speaking of hat. On... <laughs> Speaking of hat on a hat, how are you going to transition? Our transitions are, are are terrible today. They are. They dude. are. We should just bullet point it like we're reading bullet point list out. Dude, what about um, college basketball opened up? Michigan oh, yeah, State. last night. Big, and it was with some big doggies, right? Yeah, a one and two and like a three and four. Yeah. Dude, Michigan. I heard, I, I heard that Kentucky, was it, who was Duke playing? The Duke gave Duke Kansas. Pretty much, okay. Duke played Kansas, um, Michigan State played uh, Kentucky, and it was a, a pretty epic start to college. The only thing I don't like call, about college basketball is that you, we have to start all over every year with like a brand new the squad. Because yeah. you want to like say, oh, well, I remember that one guy, uh, Marvin Bagley. I remember him, but he's not there anymore because yeah. he's been gone for two years, and he's only well, like – the the thing that's going to change in college basketball is all those one and dones will just be straight in the NBA now, right? They're changing the rule back. You go straight from high school right to the pros, and we're not going to have no more one and dones. So you'll actually get to see powerhouses building teams. You think so? Yeah, I, that would I, be cool because I, these I guys, like you're never going to see a Marvin Bagley ever even touch a college floor. You're gonna he's going to be just drafted. And now with the G League, there's no more like you remember that. Um, like all the one and dones that were huge busts, right? Yeah. They always talk about them. Or or the kids who went Zion Williamson. I don't think he's going to be a bust to you. That dude's a bust, dude. That's a fat bust. Really? Dude, his knee's already blown out. Yes. He's probably at home right now eating cookies. He's probably <laughs> at home right now eating a microwave snickerdoodle just like me. But, what else but, are you going to do? Before when you fail, before you, when you fail in the NBA, you're just done. You can't go back to college. There was no developmental league now with these two-way contracts in the g league you can bust and develop in the g league and you get those two-way contracts where you get to come up make a substantial amount of money for playing 10 to 12 games in the nba and then you go back down you're guaranteed so many games at the in the big leagues every year um and so you have a chance to develop and so with this overhaul of letting these high school kids go into the nba it's going to make the college product better and it's going to make the nba product better the only thing that's going to get in the way now is, you know, we're allowed to pay these players now. So the rich are just going to get richer. You're going to see these big programs, Kentucky and Duke, and Michigan State, Arizona, UCLA. They're going to have a lot of money to dump into 
paying players. Lamelo Ball is a top five NBA prospect, and that's the stupidest. I don't even I don't even care anymore. That's laughable. If Lamelo Ball is top top three draft prospect, if I'm an NBA GM, I might as well I might as well just win. Yeah, I might not, as well win for yeah, once. I'm not even drafting that kid ever. No wonder the Suns are playing well. They're like, dude, if Lamelo Ball is our best option at the top, we might as well win a couple games for the fans who are paying fifty dollars to sit in lower seats. What do, you think well. about, what do you think about DeAndre Aiden getting suspended for having a diuretic in his system? Dude, for being a racehorse? Um, I think they're doing good without him. So maybe when he comes back, they'll do even better. I've always been in the uh, DeAndre Aiden plays a little small for his size. I, I wish he was a little tougher. I Did, wish he yeah. had a little more Charles Oakley. Um, Wait, DeAndre Aiden? Yeah, just a, I mean. Dude, average like 18 and 11 is a rookie. Here we go. Here comes, dude. We're in the final dude, rounds of this boxing match, and you're he's swinging a killer. Hard. If you think he's not a killer, can you I don't imagine? Know what to say? Can you imagine for one moment if you were the size of DeAndre Ayton with your anger issues? How easy it would be. How much easier it would be for you to get to the basket. He just with, it, for, but he can shoot the three. He's a finesse big. He's a big. He's a, he's finesse, a finesse big. Kid. I don't see that. He's not a Jokic. I don't see that. You might see that. Um, he shot forty percent from three point line. Dude, I will you dare you to him? find that. I will dare you to find that right now, dude. In oh, fine, fine. Dude, you want to throw it down? Let's find it right now. DeAndre Ayton shoots. College stats. Ayton, dude, this is a race to see who can Google faster. I'm not even I'm not even Googling. Yeah. I don't, oh, well, let me do it. <laughs> let me do it then. Do it. Let me do it. He didn't even take he didn't even take a three pointer last year in seventy one games. He didn't even shoot a single three pointer last year. Is that what your play was, dude? Dude, I said college. Look up his college stats. He took four. He took four last year. That was a per game average. Wait, how did you find oh, one that said took, he took zero and then you took one that he Because that was a, a zero was a per game average. So he averaged zero. Uh, well, we'll get into that math. Dude, totally took four attempts, which are probably like three quarter. quarter okay, I'm sorry. He time. shot third in college. He shot 35 percent behind the line as a That's seven college foot, line. as a seven foot one man. You have yeah. to you have to understand. By the time he raises his arms up in the air, I don't and have he's to jumping, He's shooting down into the basket. That man jumps and shoots, and he has to shoot it down. Dude, the his the college arm, his release point is above the basket. Dude, it's the college three point line is a, is a CJ McCollum mid range jumper. You know what I mean? It's not. It's like two inches off the, the NBA line. You have to have it. You have to have it even to play. Dude, you have to be able to make a college three to play in the NBA. Dude, no, you don't. That <laughs> who is the guy who got drafted by the Sixers? Like three years ago, he hadn't shot one for three and a half three and a half seasons. He just made his first three pointer in Ben in Simmons. Yeah, is it Ben Simmons? Yes, he made his first one. The entire stadium. I don't even think they were at home. The entire stadium stood up and was clapping. It was his first one in like three or four seasons. If DeAndre Ayton's so good at shooting threes, how come he only shot four last year for the Suns? That's, because that's because that's the they had end that, of the argument. Didn't no, that's not the end of the argument. If your coach doesn't let you shoot him, you're not shooting him. They had that coach from like the Netherlands, right? They fired him after the first season. Is there a year that Shaq has more three-point uh, attempts than DeAndre Ayton? Does Shaq have a three-point attempt? That guy couldn't even shoot a, of course a free he throw. Does. Why would he shoot? They count the three-quarter. They count the three-quarter court like throw up as a, a three-pointer attempt. That's per game. Oh, okay. Okay, Dude, his Shaq, career has Shaq. one. Three pointer in his entire career. He no, he like doesn't. I'm looking at it yes. right now. I'm looking at it right now. Shaquille O'Neal NBA career three pointers one. No, he, in in uh, come on, 1994, 95. He had five three point attempts. Dude, I can. You want me to just link this right here? He I'm has a total you. attempt, 22 total attempts. Shaquille O'Neal. I'm looking at BasketballReference.com, the leader in basketball referencing, the leader is, in basketball dude, statistics. Shaquille O'Neal, unless there's two, he has I, I found like six different sites that says he only made one. Let me. Oh, he only made good. one. Yes, correct. He only uh, made one. 1995-96 Orlando. Yes. He only made one. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant attempts. You were saying that he only made one. Yeah. Well, De- DeAndre Ayton hasn't made any. He's only been playing for one year. Shaq played for how many years? 22 years or something? 
That's just, so we still got time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, in like two know. decades, we'll talk about who's the better three-point shooter. Dude, who's that guy I love on the Suns right now? Devin uh, Booker? No, what? I mean, how is it not Devin Booker? Isn't he? Is it, everyone's talking about who's the better player right now, Devin or Luca? No, Javon Carter, a, the, the best export West Virginia ever had, Javon oh Carter. My God, you're just naming some random no name guy. What does Javon Carter average in the NBA? Like four points? Five points. Why are we but he plays like yeah, he plays really points. no, but he like he's a role player, dude. He plays, and you'll never understand this because you're a Carmelo Anthony when it comes to any sport. You'll never understand what it's like to be a role player. A Paul George? I have Paul George's shoes. How dare you say that about me? Dude, Javon Carter is a go-hard defender, dude. A shutdown, oh, lockdown uh, defender. Great role player for um, the Suns. He's like he's a crowd favorite right now. So I love uh, me some him. Speaking of Kentucky basketball with uh, Devin Booker, they ended up beating Michigan State 69-62. Kentucky, Tyrese Maxey comes out. This dude's shooting from the logo. Dude, 26 points. Dude, how long before dudes can just hammer it from beyond the half court? Another couple years, they'll have to make the court bigger or something. For They're going to have to, right? Is this, just guys. The, is this just the evolution? Like Dame Lillard, Tyreek Massey. Who's that point guard for uh, the Atlanta Hawks? Is that from Oklahoma? No, no. Oh. Uh, Heward. It's not Heward, is it? No. He looks funny. He looks like he might be. He, he looks like he's like a couple funny. days from homelessness. Everybody from Oklahoma looks like that, I think. Everybody from the, Oklahoma. Let's start talking about Kentucky basketball. Trey Young. Do you remember? Do you remember? Okay, Trey Young. Ooh, I like that guy. Uh, Jamarl Baker. Do you Ooh, remember? I him? like that guy. <laughs> Jamar, <laughs> I do. Trey Young's a baller, dude. I don't like the NBA, but I like certain players in the NBA. I won't sit down and watch an NBA game. We didn't like him enough to remember his name, but that's okay. Right. Well, not that I know where he plays in the NBA. Right. Uh, Jamal Baker played at U- uh, Kentucky, UK. Right. Uh, and he transferred to U of A. And he got uh, granted a-, a waiver immediately, which made U of A's team immediately better. But Can we talk, can we talk they- about U of A's got a uh, – I know everybody's got a high uh, bar set for U of A basketball. Can you give us uh, – it looks like they're going to – can run into some problems though with teams like Kentucky. Um, Michigan State I, isn't bad. They shot like trouble. five for twenty-eight from the three-point line. They're not going to do that every time. They're missing uh, Joshua Langford, a senior who shoots forty percent from three. That's a legit stat. Unlike I yours, just, for for U of A, I just don't know who is going to be the big man. Like who who are their big men? I don't think Chase Jeter is the answer down low. And then and then behind him, who is it? That the Zeke Naji the freshman so i don't i don't know what big men they're going to have they have an a, an amazing set of shooting guards and point guards they have that nico Mannion. speaking of um gingers he has, yeah. he's probably the best point guard sean miller's had here in arizona right and what, the, he went uh, to pinnacle Dutri, huh he went to pinnacle here in phoenix high school nico man yeah. yeah. he went somewhere up there yeah he went i don't know exactly which school are you he didn't go to uh hillcrest prep no he went to pinnacle high school Really? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> you know what that means, folks. Ah, gotta, Google it. It up, dude. gotta Google it. <laughs> I thought he went to, uh, oh, he did go to Pinnacle. I thought he went to Hill, Hillcrest, is that one that like recruits everybody up there. Dude, David McCormick for Kansas, that dude is monstrous. Uh, U of A is going to need somebody in the middle to stop some of these big guys from other schools. He's 6'10, 265. That dude is just a monster in the, in the paint yesterday for Kansas. U of A has a kid named Ira Lee who's been developing over the, like the past three years. Who's I think he plays the four, three or four, but he's a monster. He's he's the only one that has like that attitude that is like, yeah, bring it in here. The game's outside though. Now off. I don't think I don't think big men play that big of a role. Stretch big, you got to have a stretch big. But I think U of A's best teams have been when they had really good big men. Where they haven't, had, they haven't had like great shooting or point guard play in a while. You have you're a U of A guy. What's your expectation? What's your What's your hope? What what makes for a good season? I think they're going to finish. Uh, if they don't make the Elite Eight, is it a successful season for U of A? I don't think so. I, I think that they finish second in the Pac 12. I don't know, even know if they'll win the Pac 12 this year. It I depends think a on realistic that, expectation is a, a Sweet 16. Elite Eight's a little, a little heavy for me uh, personally. Because I'm not of uh, Sean Miller. Like, remember when we took that trip all the way out to Salt Lake City and then they lost to whoever the Utah. fuck they lost to? 
Well, if Remember it's in Salt Lake City, it's going to be Utah. No, it was the we How went drunk for the first round you? of the we went for the first round of the pack or the um, NCAA tournament retard. Oh, that's right. I did not go to you, uh, that with you. That was I think it was Butler. I think they lost a Butler. But that that was somebody else went with you on that one. It was Alex. That's but right. I thought you met us there. No, with I Drew. went with you to Salt Lake City to watch them play against Utah. And yeah, then, we did. Uh, yeah, you went up there to watch that, and they they lost. Uh, <sighs> so it's I don't know. It was a fourteen hour drive. It was horrible. I don't want to set my expectations too high, and I advise U of A fans not to set their expectations too high. I think it's going to be fun watching Nico Mannion. Uh, you know, run do you, what do you think they do? Do you think Sweet 16? I think that's a good uh, over-under for sure. I think that's a great over-under. And that's a great over-under. And I think you should be able to beat, uh, you know, you, they rank like a three. You play a, a 14, you should be able to beat that. You play a seven, you should be able to beat that. Or whatever. I, think or- I think Oregon is going to be a good team this year. I think they're underrated. So I think Sweet 16 is a good spot for uh, U of A fan expectations for basketball i think it's a good over under and you're taking you... the over no <laughs> really <laughs> dude sean miller is a fantastic recruiter and i don't think he's a good coach you i just don't, have to beat i don't know how, i don't know how you can't beat the zone how do you not beat the zone you've been here for 10 years you can't beat his own you need some shooters terrible you need to get this you need to get some kid who could shoot it from the logo Tyrese Maxey, 26 points out from the logo. You look at the shot chart. Although neither team um, neither team cleared 40% on field goal percentage. Uh, Cassius Winston carrying the whole Michigan oh, State Oh, yeah, team. Cassius Winston. He was supposed to be came good, back. though. Yeah. No, he's legit good, yeah, for sure. But he can't do uh, it all by himself. The big news. Let's talk about the big news that everyone's talking about. <clears throat> and especially the- our listeners are going to love this because we have had we have had some epic epic evenings playing ncaa football and when you're in a dynasty you're recruiting against each other you've been playing all season against each other now the championship game nothing is bigger nothing's bigger not even lsu alabama than when you're playing your buddy in the championship game are you talking about dynasty college athletes being able to get paid for their likeness (laughs) absolutely ncaa college football game coming back question mark question mark hopefully 2021 I don't know how that's going to work. Who'd be on the cover for 2021? Yeah, who's on the cover? Let's say it comes back next year. They get it together. They shit together that quickly. Who would it be? It can't be Joe Burrow, right? It can't, it can't be Joe Burrow. Who's, who's going to be? Sean Clifford. Fields is done. done, right? Sean Clifford. I don't know if he's going to No, I know. It'll either. be that kid from Clemson with the beautiful hair. Oh, it will be. Is he <laughs> eligible? He's not eligible to go in? Uh, no, I think he's only a sophomore. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't think he's a redshirt sophomore. I think he's just a sophomore. That would be a beautiful cover. Let's keep Penn State off. That hair just flowing in the wind, dude. Yeah, I know. That would be awesome, dude. I, dude, for me, it's sports gameplay, like 2K right now. I've, I've always been a my team person where, you know, like you, you get a, a collectible amount of cards, different players, you put them, you know, you make a team. And then you play against other people with your created team. Uh, I think that, dude, how cool would that be for um, NCAA football where you get to, like, pick and choose from, like, you get Charbonnet as your running back, and then you pair it with Sean Clifford, and then you got DuVernay out on the, the as your wide receiver. And you could just kind of mix and match all your favorite college football players that you like and then make your own team and play against other people. That would be super cool. I, I just love the dynasty aspect. Where Can you break that down for season- us? For- for those what of us who dynasty? haven't committed their entire lives to video games, what okay, that, yeah, what let me do it for you that are not nerds. Uh, let me break this down. So, me, Sean, Bob, uh, not me, but uh, maybe another Sean, Boothie. You, well, you, you're not going to play this game, huh? I would play the old saying. one. I remember you playing the old one. No, we all get we all get together. Yeah, I remember you and Bob going back and forth on that game. This is have to. You, Although he ne- he never lost you, I think he beat you every time he played you. Dude, I don't remember this. One of us has I, drank too much. It's you. It's online seasons, right? Yeah, but you guys played at your house when he lived with you for those three months, those three mysterious months where something happened and nobody wants to tell me what it was that he had to move out. Maybe in an exhibition, but I want to hear about the online the seasons. Where you, what so, you guys do for, like, you start at the bottom as a You start at the bottom. You start as a coordinator. You can pick special teams. You can pick offense. You can pick defense. And your coordinator... Uh, we started a really trashy school. I think I started like Idaho State Vandals. 
offensive coordinator. Then I got a job at UCF, offensive coordinator. Uh, and they were, this is when they were trashy, <clears throat> not good. And then I finally got a head coaching job at like, I don't even know where I took some real trash school to start out with. And, and every year you're recruiting players. Um, yep. and you, you, they roll over, your players get older, they get bigger, they get better. And your friends uh, are doing the same thing all at the same, same time at a, at a different school. Right. And so whoever gets the big job first, right. You try and move up. You want to try and stay out of their, you want to try and stay out of their conference if you can, unless it's a good job. Right. So I want to be the head football coach for uh, I want to be the head football coach for Fresno State so that I can get all the uh, degenerate college athletes out of um, California, all the ones who get in trouble. Yeah, you just all wait the for them to get, get out of jail and then recruit them. Who can't qualify for <laughs> UCLA and USC? And I just want my program to completely exist off of like uh, you know people who are uh, troubled youth, dude. That's that's how Florida State exists. There was a year that B.O.B. took Idaho, and he could not get any good players. His best <laughs> player was a two-star player. That was his best player. He didn't have a quarterback. He ended up running the triple option every single – he had to run the triple option, I think, for two seasons because he couldn't pass the ball, and it was just a rough – it's so frustrating to watch Dude, that. Dude, shout out, shout out to uh, Big Baby Davis, our Idaho listener. Yeah, Big Baby Davis lives up there. Yeah, uh, oh, Moscow, real, Idaho is. He's real um, cold right now. Moscow, Idaho is Idaho University. He's in Twin Falls. I don't is know. He, Twin, is he really religious? No, Twin Falls is like the progressive part of Idaho. Okay. So he's like in the he's like in the small uh, Democratic section. Um, I have family in Idaho, and I wouldn't want to live there. I do. Or do you have family in uh, Coeur d'Alene? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's the, the white supremacist area. Bay, Bayview? That's the white supremacist area, which, so, I don't know, Coeur d'Alene, that, which, which. Why is that the white there? supremacist area? Is that where Ruby Ridge happened? I don't know, dude, happened? the CIA sent a bunch of, they, they put a bunch of flyers up on the. Oh, if you can trust anybody, dude, it's the CIA, right? And the FBI went out there to look at the flyers. They were trying to recruit people to, like, uh, some uh, extremist group up there, dude. I don't get a newsletter on it. I just listen to the. Yeah. Seems real weird. How, it seems real weird how you know where all stop the white trying to paint a picture, are. Huh? Dude, stop trying to paint a picture here, dude. What? Because I have the internet, dude. Yeah, because you're on these white supremacists. Why does sites everybody looking do up this? How to, where to join up? Damn it! My not last one name's Guerrero. Me. My last name's Guerrero. What a better way to hide what a white supremacist you are. Cordelaine. It's it's like a French spelling. Unbelievable. Like I can't even Corte. spell it in English. I think. Coeur d'Alene. What college is in Coeur d'Alene? North Idaho? Huh. Interesting. I didn't know there was a college there. <sighs> Shows what we know. Shows what we know. Where's Idaho State? I don't know. Let's go over it. Idaho Let's State. It. Davis, get on the podcast right now. He, dude, he knows all about it. He, like, he loves to talk. He wants he to talk about some Idaho? Yeah. There are a bunch of uh, gun toters out there, man. Oh, they love the guns. There ain't nothing Idaho to do State. in the winter but shoot guns and drink whiskey. Idaho State University, Pocatello. Oh, God. I've skied over there. No wonder he couldn't get any players to come there. I can only do blue runs, though. And that's that's a stretch for me. That's My daughter's doing blue runs at seven. Oh, really? Yeah. So I have a skiing ability of a seven-year-old. Well, a, a very athletic seven-year-old. She hoverboards, though. She has abs. She has, has anybody, a fucking eight-pack as a seven-year-old. Has anybody tried to hoverboard? It's absolutely impossible. I can't even stand on it. I won't get on it. You can't. You'll break your neck. It'll Yeah, it'll kill you. But she rides it around like it's... Uh, she dances like, on it. Like she was born with it. Yeah, like it's her legs. Her robot legs. Like it's her legs. legs. <sighs> what do you think, dude? Do we do it? Okay, do Boomer. Do we go too much personal stuff? No. Okay. Uh, hoverboarding ability, skiing ability. Idaho talk, Pennsylvania talk. Check, I like check. it. We did it. Congratulations. Welcome back, dude. First game back, dude, throwing up. I'd say you threw up about, you know, 28 points, 10 rebounds. What do you think? I beat the spread for sure. I fucked around and got a triple-double. Fucked around and got a triple-double. Who keeps track of that shit in a fucking pickup game, Ice Cube? <laughs> That's true. I thought about that, too. I wonder how seriously they take it. Who's, who's, who's doing the assist sheet on the pickup <laughs> game? Ice Cube. What a weirdo, dude. Wrap it, dude. Call it. Ring the bell. That's it. Guys, thanks for coming. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Lock yourself down. Follow us on Twitter, Juice Sports.
pod <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> what Dude, is I got, it? I got a hundred re- retweets on some bullshit I put up. I saw that. It was pretty good though. It was, it was a basketball tweet, right? Yeah, about about, this is the best shot that Dallas has had since JFK or something. Danny Green just hit the best shot since JFK in Dallas or something. Wrap it. (laughs) 